Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey everybody and welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine and I am so super duper roll me in flour and find the wet spot. Happy to have you here. Those of you who are actually attending the listening of this episode because I gotta tell you I'm gonna complain for just one small second so bear with me. My podcast listenership on Friday was so low, I'm embarrassed to even tell you how many people listened. I'm not even going to say the number. It is abysmal. It was embarrassing, and I I can only hope that all of you have been in some sort of tragic accident, that uh, you lost a limb, or maybe a loved one passed away, or uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't wish that upon any of my friends, but come on. I put my heart and soul into this podcast and then it goes from like this massive peak number into this like uh, crickets. (laughs) Been an interesting little week uh, as far as the podcast. Anyway, I have a Facebook page for Fat Guy Loves Cake and I just use it primarily for posting uh, links to the new show as I make them. Like when I'm done here and I put it on to Anchor and it gets listed on Spotify, then I take it and I put it on Facebook. That's it. I don't post like memes or like, oh, I'm Joey and I play with my balls all day and oh, aren't you interested in that? I just want people to have a place that they can find the link to the show and they have a quick resource for anything they're looking for or whatever. So in the span of the last four days, I got 59 uh, new page likes, 59 new facebook page likes now it's not a page that i've ever like advertised it's not a page that i go out of my way to get people to look at i just basically took all of my facebook friends and forced them to like it i just wanted them to be listening because of the facebook page i mean you hit they say oh we're gonna make a podcast you have to have a facebook page and an instagram and a twitter and blah, 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 and rent a fucking billboard and an airplane with a fucking thing in the sky and, and i don't really want to I'm, I'm trying to trying to earn this shit the hard way word of mouth or you know if you stumble onto this and you enjoy it then keep listening to it but all of a sudden i had 59 page likes on my facebook page on my fat guy loves cake my fat guy loves cake page can't talk hi name's joey just learning to speak this week and i noticed that all of them were either from portugal spain or mexico And I found that to be very odd because, well, it just fucking is. And now, you know, uh, Schmafiet and Schmarlos from uh, Schmerd Schmocking the Schmodcast, they are actually in Portugal right now. And so I, I got a hold of him and I said, bro, are you like spreading the word on my podcast in Portugal? Because... It can't just be coincidence that all these Portuguese people are liking my Facebook page. And he was like, no, I swear, I 
I haven't done anything. And I was like, well, I, I believe you because you don't do shit for my podcast. And if you could, you'd sell me out in a second just to make yourself more popular. And, and uh, so I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was talking about Portugal. You know, Big Brother's always listening. I said Portugal a lot in the last show because I was talking about them having their trip over there. And maybe some sort of algorithm picked up on it and it started like feeding recommendations to Portuguese people and Spanish people. I don't know how Mexico got involved, but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, he said, uh, Lafayette said that they had not done anything. And so I'm like, what the fuck, man? And the, the likes just kept coming. I just kept getting notifications of likes. So I don't know if like somebody in a village somewhere spread the word through some fucking, you know, cans on a string or whatever but yeah the page likes went up 1200 percent i don't i have not got nothing i have no explanation for that whatsoever but here we are no sense in dwelling on it we'll just go ahead and get into the show i've been watching a lot of unsolved mysteries lately on um i don't know is it hulu or netflix one of them has got like the, all the old robert stack ones and if you didn't grow up on Unsolved Mysteries, then you weren't alive in the 80s, probably. But me, as a young child, when Unsolved Mysteries came on, it was like this network busting ratings through the fucking roof show, and nobody could get enough of it. And we all, I know that nobody ever said this, but I'll tell you, we all watched it because we hoped we knew somebody on there, right? You'd be like, son of a bitch, I knew that fucking neighbor of mine was burying people in his backyard. I hoped every time I watched that, I was like, I want to solve a mystery. I want to call the 800 number and tell Robert Stack what I saw. I knew that shifty eyed fucking old lady across the street was up to no good, that bitch. But no, lo and behold, it was never a mystery solved in my house. Also, America's Most Wanted. You actually really wouldn't want somebody showing up on that. Because, like, Unsolved Mysteries was more of, like, missing daughters and missing family and mothers united, uh, reunited with their children and, you know, or. A man claims he was taken by an alien, and, you know, what happened that night? And, you know, Robert Stack's awesome voice. But if they were on America's Most Wanted, you know they did some fucked up shit. So you you, you kind of hope your friends are going to be on there, or maybe a family member, but you also don't. So how fucked up would it be if you're watching AMW, and then, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, who's the host of fucking America's Most Wanted? Um... Uh, Adam's father, you know, he gets on there and he's like, the next guy we're bringing up for you to see is a real piece of dirt. <laughs> he lives in South Texas and he likes to spank it while peeping through windows. And then all my friends like perk up. They're like, uh, -huh. well, okay, hold on. They didn't say his name yet. We don't know if it's Joey. <laughs> when he wasn't doing his podcast, he was pulling down his knickers and whacking his sausage. And they're like, uh, Okay, <laughs> this doesn't sound good. If you see this dirt bag, you call 1-800 and you turn him in because we need him behind bars. They'd be interviewing my friends and family and be like, uh, so were you surprised? Nope, not one fucking bit. Nope, <laughs> not even a little. In fact, we're kind of surprised it's as tame as it is. We were expecting more things involving animals. And way more nudity and people being violated. Uh, you know, just <laughs> just the peeping thing now. But am I surprised? Fuck no. <laughs> and you know what? The whole reason I started talking about this was for something completely different. 
Uh, and so let me get to that. What I was thinking, because I'm watching these old 80s, you know, like I said, Unsolved Mysteries came out in the 80s. And it's very 80s-ish looking, you know, when you watch it now, it's dated. And that's okay. It was a different time. We were wearing different clothes. I was a child. I can attest to this. I can show you all kinds of pictures, just horrible pictures of me with a bowl cut, for God's sake. Long before I had skater bangs, I had a fucking bowl cut. I looked like one of the monkeys, and I'm talking about the band, the monkeys. And so I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries. Everybody's real super duper 80s, and it's awesome. Uh, but and it got me thinking, what? how many times as an actor... You know, someone who's done a recreation, a reenactment of a crime. How many times have they been busted for playing the part of someone who was, you know, the police were looking for? Most of the time, actors have very distinguishable faces. That's why you get into acting anyway, because you don't look like everyone else for the most part. A lot of actors I've found anyway. And and you're never going to like you hire someone to recreate something on Unsolved Mysteries. It's like a guy robs a bank. What does his real picture look like? The one that they show for like two seconds, you know, he's dirty. He doesn't know how to shave his fucking face properly. He looks inbred and he's on the run. So they're like, if you see this man, please call our number. He is 5'10", 160 pounds and has a scar on his cheek or something, right? They're not going to hire an actor that has the exact same measurements and weight and looks like him. Like, they're not... There's not like a long line of actors sitting up there and they're just like, I just can't find anyone that looks like this guy. No, they're going to get a white guy and they're going to, you know, put a wig on him or something. And, but how fucked up would it be? Some old lady is like her neighbor is this actor and uh, she's sitting there watching the show and they're like, Roy Dunn was wanted in West Texas for banging horses. And then on the screen, there's her fucking neighbor. And he's got like the serial killer glasses and a wig and she's picking up the phone to call as fast as she can. She's saying, well, he doesn't wear those glasses or that his hair is a little different, but that's him. I know it's him. And I don't feel like my horses are safe. If she has horses, of course, if she doesn't have a horse, I don't feel like my cats are safe or my old rectum. (laughs) What? Police show up and he's having to explain that he's not this fucking guy that's been banging horses. He's like, bro, we're in LA. That guy's from Texas. I'm an actor. And they'd be like, well, you're pretty goddamn convincing. You got this lady believing you bang horses. (laughs) Well, I am quite a thespian, yes. You're a thespian too? Holy shit. Oh, man. Did you like my uh, Family Matters intro? I had to throw that in there because uh, that guy loves cake in cooperation with Sweaty Nuts Records has released an album. It's called Urkel's Greatest Hits. Urkel sings the greatest hits of his time, and uh, it's a sponsor for the show now. Here's a commercial for it, and we'll be right back. Hey, folks. Think you've heard good music? Well, then, fuck you. Think again, because you haven't heard anything until you've heard Urkel sings his hits. 25 solid gold hits coming from Urkel right in your fucking face. Right in your fucking face. Listen to Steve take on some of the greatest 90s hip-hop songs ever, such as Naughty by Nature. All right, this one's for Laura, yeah. This one's for you, girl. Yeah, come with no PP. Get down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Get down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. 
with OPP. You're down with OPP. You're down with OPP. You're down with OPP. And of course, Sir Mix-a-Lot's biggest hit, Baby Got Back. I seen him dancing. Hell with romances. She sweat and wet. Kind of going like a terrible vet. I'm tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing. Did the average black man ask him that? She got a pack much back. So, fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. his girlfriend got the butt. Hell yeah. Come shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake that healthy butt. Urkel got that. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Carl? I know you got a lot back. But Urkel does too, right? 36, 24, 36. Only if it's an algebra problem. And who could forget when Steve romanced an entire nation with the beautiful Rainbow Connection? Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told and some choose to believe it I know they're wrong, wait and see Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers, and me Download it now or go fuck yourself Buy it today or go fuck yourself. Did I sing that? That's that's not funny, Steve. It's in the script. Fucking stupid. So Jen sent me this link, okay, and I I it was in my messenger and it was for this product. And the product is that you put tape over your mouth when you sleep so that you are forced to use your nose. I guess it's to alleviate uh, symptoms of apnea or just all around in general snoring. But let me tell you, when I got it, I, I, it took me a long, long time to figure out if it was for real or not. I thought, okay, like everyone knows I'm a snore. I fucking have the worst apnea. If I fall asleep in public, which I do because of my apnea, it causes me to have narcolepsy. So if you're ever like sitting at a football game with me, I will just fall the fuck asleep and I'll be snoring out in public out loud. And so I'm looking into this article and it's nothing but uh, of testimony after testimony of these grown ass men with this specially shaped black tape ovals across their mouths. And they don't look like this doesn't look like a serious ad or something. It looks like uh, like pictures from a protest at a college somewhere you know for animal rights or or lesbian rights or something and these grown men have these black oval shaped patches of tape on their mouths and there's five star review after five star review about how it has improved their sleep and i'm still not believing that this is fucking real and i'm like where, where's the punchline? but i i go through it and it is it's fucking real there is someone out there actually selling people if you don't understand apnea, first of all, which is something that puts stress on your heart, causes you to stop breathing in your sleep, the last thing you want to do is simulate waterboarding, 
okay, and putting fucking tape over your mouth. And I got to, I'll tell you what, I can go to the hardware store and buy a roll of fucking duct tape and I can make you a lifetime supply of shit to cover your mouth with. You don't need to pay some dipshit twenty four ninety five. It's so fucking stupid. I wanted this to be fake because I didn't want to believe that so many people had bought into it. But they had. They had. And I shouldn't be surprised. I am because I hold out faith in humanity like there cannot really be this many dumb people just walking around and not being killed by everyday objects. Like, left, like when left-handed people get killed by using right-handed objects, like even that is still Darwinian to me. Like as a left-handed person, I've never ever been hurt using something that was meant for right-handed people. I don't understand how switching the scissors from one hand to the other would cause me to suddenly stab myself in the sternum or whatever. Or maybe you're used to running with scissors in the proper hand, and today you chose to run with scissors in your right hand. And you were left-handed, and you fell on them. I, I, I don't know. Uh, irrelevant, I know. But how do people who buy products like this tie their own shoelaces? How do they not just go out every day with someone you know, walking with them, like a caretaker, that has to be like, no, no, you don't cross the street until there's no cars coming. No, no when there's no cars. I see the little orange man flashing. But there are still cars coming. Stop drinking out of the toilet. <laughs> I, I want to meet these people. And you know what the fucked up thing is? I bet if I sat down with half their customers in a one-on-one -on -one serious conversation and I said, hey, you realize you bought a really fucking stupid product, right? And they'd be like, well, I know, but, you know, I've had such a problem with my apnea and my snoring. And I just, you know, you get to a point to where you'll try anything, you know, to get fixed. And then I talk to them and I find out they're a pretty intelligent person. I'd like to think that's the kind of person that's buying that, you know, like the same people who buy fat loss products that they hope will actually just let them eat ding dongs and chicken wings while the, you know, the fat just melts away. That's not how it works. There's no, there's, there's never going to be based on everything scientifically that we know as humans. I can tell you right now that there will never, ever, ever be a magic pill that will make fat go away. You lose fat through your lungs. If you are not aware of that, let me make you aware of that. When you lose fat, when you lose weight, when the fat is expelled from your body, it don't come out your butt. It comes out of your lungs. 80% of your fat comes out of your lungs. So if you lost 100 pounds, that means you breathed 80 fucking pounds out through your mouth. And the rest of it's going to be through fluids and poo-poo. And <laughs> oh, I can't believe I just said poo-poo. I hate that word. Yeah, so like, if you think that there's going to be some pill that's like a magic diuretic, I mean, you can do that. You know, Dizzy Gillespie used to do that all the time. The man was obsessed with diuretics and and laxatives and shit like that. If you want to stay thin, you know, by turning your food into fucking liquid so that it just shoots right through you, you can do that. But the problem is, is that laxatives also take water from your body. That's how they make the food all liquidy. See, you've got, let's say you've got 
you're at 100% water capacity, right? And then you eat a hamburger, and then you take a laxative. Well, then your body sucks 50% of the water that you're holding up that keeps you hydrated, takes it to that hamburger, and goes, and shoots it out of your ass like a cannon. Now, you not only (laughs) didn't get any nutrition from the thing you ate, and you just probably shit your pants, but you're 50% dehydrated now. There's no magic pill. Hard work. Perseverance. Body shaming. (laughs) The only way to go. (laughs) I got to thinking about... You know, uh, you you know, everyone's getting canceled, or at least people are trying to get them. A lot of times, when people get canceled, they kind of have it coming. I, I understand, like people should get a second chance, but when somebody gets canceled and it's like they have thirty years of saying the n word, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, I, you know, I'm not like that now." Like, yeah, but you really fucking were, and you shouldn't have let that shit get recorded. You know, so I can understand when a nation wants to cancel someone like that. But little itty bitty things, I've bitched about this before, but the one <laughs> culture that could never cancel you, I think, would be fat people. And I think I speak for all fat people when I say that it's a lot of work and we don't really want to be bothered by it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like the one, it's, it's the only group left, right? Because I thought it's the only group left. If you were to say, you know, if someone just went on a fucking rant, right? If someone just went on a rant about fat people, say a skinny, very famous and popular celebrity was to go, fuck fat people. (laughs) Uh, Come again? I said, fuck fat people. You can quote me. I said it. Fuck them. All right. What are they going to do? Are they going to fucking come to my house, peel their fat asses off of the recliner and huff and puff to the bus stop? And wedge their fat ass into three seats, take a Greyhound to LA and come and cancel me? Fuck them. They're going to sit there and be not slim and watch my show no matter what. So I don't care. Too fat and lazy to do anything about it. And then you got people standing up for them, right? Because that's what people do. That's what good people do when there's bullies. You, you stand up to bullies. And then you'll have your little stick-thin blonde actress come out and go, Well, I can't believe that she's fat shaming people. That is so uncool and everybody let's cancel her. And then I would go, okay, you skinny bitch. (laughs) If you think it's okay to be fat and unhealthy and out of breath and to have high blood pressure and be obese, then let's see you do it. Walk a day in my fat shoes. I don't have a body like that. Well, you might one day, but until then, don't speak for the rest of us. Poor fat people. I, you know, growing up, I mean, you attack fat people. I mean, not like physically, but I mean, like whenever there's a fat guy and he's arguing with someone, what's the one thing people always do? They call him fat, right? You don't, you don't cut him some slack. You don't go, you know, whatever stupid haircut guy or bad dresser. Or my shoes look fucking gay guy. No, you go right for the fat. You know, he's like, fuck you. And you're like, well, fuck you, fat ass. It sucks, man. And when I was growing up, I never really went after the fat. You know, I never, it's a cheap shot. You know, I don't find it necessary. I would never go after someone for being fat anymore than I would go after someone for being black. You know, I mean, if someone's an asshole, I'm just going to call them out on that. Or if they are wearing gay shoes, I'm going to say that because that's fucking funny. But 
Never, never because they're fat. It's too easy. It's, it's, it's a, it's phoning it in. It's weak. It's cop out. Like every fat person I grew up with, they were called fat whoever. Fat Josh, fat Jay, fat whatever. If there was a fat guy in the group, everyone started calling him fat whatever his name was. No shit. There was a, I had a drummer named Fat Josh. I knew a guy I named Fat Jay. Two, actually, two Fat Jays, you know, short for Jason. Two Fat Jays. And they never were like, hey, fuck you, man. You know, they just accepted it. I was like, wow. I used to make fun of fat people when I was a kid, not because I was trying to be mean. Like I never, like I never said it to their face, you know. But you, when you're when you're a kid, you, you kids are mean. You'd be like, look at that fucking fat guy, and now I am that fat guy. That's okay. I didn't think I always thought, man, you know, just like alcohol. I was always like, oh, people who drink, people who are addicted to alcohol are fucking losers. Then I got addicted to alcohol. Oh, people who are fat, all they have to do is just stop eating. Well, here I am, fucking 100 pounds overweight. And fellow fatties, I sympathize with you. I really fucking do. It's rough, man. Once you, like, gain the weight, it's such a fucking long road to get it off. I know it doesn't happen overnight, and I don't expect it to. But it's just brutal, man. Like, the, the, the way the body will just unforgivingly turn on you. You can work for years on Patrick Swayze abs and all kinds of muscle. But man, the second you stop working out and you have a few fucking French fries, dude, just downhill from there, you know, and you're like, come on, you know, like now, man, I just like smell donuts and I gain five pounds. Just pretty much talking to myself in my room at this point. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's even going to tune in to me anymore. I must have offended some people. If you are listening from Spain, or from Mexico, hola, muchas gracias for tuning in. Uh, and also the same thing to you in Portugal, except I don't speak Portuguese. So, um, hello, and thank you for listening in Portugal. I'm going to wrap it up. We got us uh, Monday ahead of us, don't we? Quite the Monday here. Oh, uh, while I'm thinking about it, let me remind you guys, in two weeks from now, on the day of Halloween, which is a Monday, October 31st, is a Monday. So there will be a special episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. Tell your friends. Make sure you tune in. This really is a special episode. I'm not just saying that to get you to listen. It's going to be all ghost stories, and they're going to all be real, and they are all going to be mine. My own personal encounters with the dead, with the spirit world. And I have had quite a few encounters, and I still don't believe. So if you want to tune in on Monday, that's going to probably be a pretty good long show. And I'll let you into my experiences in celebration of Halloween. That guy loves cake at yahoo.com. Smack the shit out of your children, hug your kitty cats, and be nice to strangers. I'll see you guys on Wednesday.
Nazi strap. Heaven forbid a giant bot would give way. Cause that would blow me around the world in a day. We drove it through the drive and they see the and after pay because we dressed her up to look just like a Chevrolet. Take it on a mountaintop, tuning on a blizzard, riding on a horse, drinking whiskey out of his with the wings and the teeth of an African bat. Jump